Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast, a podcast where we talk about business, relationships, mindset, and even sex. We go deep on how the masculine and feminine can show up in all areas in life and how to make those energies work for you rather than against you. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey guys, as always, we appreciate a five-star review if this podcast has brought you some insight or giggles or whatever in between. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. Welcome everybody. This is the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran, and today we have a long sought after guest, Brian Bradley. Um, and I know Brian through the Agoski method, through UPW and all of the Tony community, as you guys know, I, I love to have Tony people on here. So we're just going to kind of go into it. Um, maybe give a cup, you know, a minute or two of sort of your background it, with Agoski. I know I've done a lot of the exercises. They're incredible. Um, every time we do UPW and we do the running man, I want to die. But then there's an old lady beside me who's doing it faster. So I have to keep up the pace you know how it goes that's why i bring nine-year-olds up on stage and go you guys are up against nine-year-old kids let's go yeah like it's humiliating but in the best way possible so how did you tell us a little bit about you know what you're doing now i know vp of egoscu method so talk a bit about that and then kind of just your journey into personal development how you ended up on stages tony stage or other stages i know you do a lot of public speaking so kind of give us the snapshot Great. Thank you so much for finally getting me on here. I mean, I've been trying for years and you finally made room for me. She's that busy. Um, but I will tell you, it's a, uh, it is, it, I always like this kind of stuff. And during COVID, um, I just said yes to everything. First of all, like, you know what, I'm just going to start putting myself out there on podcasts. And, you know, I want to start a podcast called uh, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Um, because I like being the guest versus hosting my own podcast, you know, so I'll, I have no problem being the bridesmaid. Like I'm in another wedding today. Here we go. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. always a pain in the butt. But what I get out of this and, and, and where I came from a long time ago, 31 years ago, I ran into Pete Igoscu. And those of you who don't know Igoscu, it's up here. That's how you spell it. You will be tested on the pronunciation and the spelling. But it's all based on this picture down below, which, you know, of course, we all learned in school. We go in there and we're experts at the university level on how to treat symptoms. Yep. So if somebody says to me, my neck hurts or I blew my knee out or my hip is this or my foot is this, I was an expert at going right at the symptom. Well, if you have shin splints, I'm going to look at your anterior compartment of your lower leg. Oh, if you have a rotator cuff injury, I'm going to look at your shoulder. I ran into Pete Agoscu 31 years ago and he had such a simple way of thinking about things because no traditional medical training came out of Vietnam injured and said, I got to fix myself because these morons don't do it. Now we changed that from, are they really morons? No, they're not. Traditional allopathic healers go into a line of work to heal people, but the system screws up their journey. So we'll get into that in a minute. I luckily ran into a young man, Pete Agoscu, he's now 76-ish, and came out of Vietnam and said, it's up to me to fix me. That morphed into, it's up to me to fix me to make my allopathic healer's job easier. So if I'm going to go see a chiro or an osteopath or anything for performance needs or I'm in chronic pain or acute symptoms, I need to 
do my job. So it's like going to the dentist and saying, I'm not going to brush my teeth for three weeks before I go see my dentist. Well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yep. But we do that with our bodies before we go see anybody else. Mm-hmm. So when somebody, for me, example, I, I blew up my ACL twice in my left knee and you know, blood clotted my calf and broke my fibula and tore my labrum in my hip and separated this shoulder and dislocated this shoulder and herniated disc here and fractured transverse process down here, all these things from racing downhill mountain bikes, which great sport, but stupid because trees don't move at 65 miles an hour. <laughs> no, they do not. That's why I move over to pickleball and ping pong now. But I look at those things and go, look, I'm in my mid fifties and I'm able to do things that I dare you to try to compete, compete with. Like that's what I try to motivate people with is come on, keep up with the fat white guy. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And they're going, well, you know, you're, you're, wait, how old? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be 55 in June. And they're like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. And I only say that because I live my life around Agoscu and some biohacking. Like we were talking about the biocharger. We were talking about the cold plunge. We were talking about the infrared or the finished saunas. We were talking about the Normatex, all of these things that I do to my body to be able to say that plus 80% clean nutrition, 20% Fruit Loops. You know, I'm looking at it going, I live a pretty good life, yep. but I also understand that tomorrow it could stop. Mm-hmm. So not to be cliche here, but when somebody says live in the present because it is a present, I truly believe that. And I train the day before for the day after. Mm. So I'm prepping myself last night for what I'm going to do today. Yep. Five hours of sitting, doing this, 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 then I'm going to go do some other stuff. Then physiologically I'll do something later. But I luckily ran into a guy. Peter Goscu, who had an outlook with zero blinders on 31 years ago, who said, because you have a shoulder injury, maybe the collapse of your left ankle might be causing that shoulder to shut down because it's trying to right the body by doing that. Right. Now think about that. You blow out your ankle playing basketball. You end up with TMJ on the other side six months later and you're going to blame the jaw when it might be a spinal change that caused your head to be sitting in a compensatory way. So would you look at the jaw? Yeah, maybe just to check it out, see if there's anything really wrong there. But you better be addressing that ankle sprain, which is usually never taken care of. So ideally, you know, we were talking about this and since it's just us girls, we can talk about this. We were talking about feminine versus masculine. Mm-hmm. Which one looks more feminine? Well, I, I, I would say the one on the right. Which, what color? The gray. The you would gray say color. the gray looks well, more. She looks, she looks like she's, no, I guess she would look more masculine to me. And the shoulders back, that's more, there's a little way more confidence, but it's. So somebody's in the gym. and Yeah, because the other person's CrossFit. Yeah. Let's get in there and do this and let's do this. And there's not much feminine going on in CrossFit. And listen, I love CrossFit. I'll try to help people in CrossFit all the time. Yeah. Having said that, um, I also would love you to do CrossFit and still be feminine. Right. So, you know, I grew up with three sisters, still have them as sisters. So I was raised by wolves (laughs) and I understand them. Um, You know, they're all running around the house you know, things start to cycle together. Yep. Things start to cycle together. Yep. Which is why my dad and brother and I played so much golf. We would just find four hour, let's get out of here. You know, one of those things. Brilliant. It's what you need to do. But at the same time, there was a very interesting message there, which was, let us be women 
respect us being women. Our ship might be off right now, but that's what you have to deal with. And it really helps you down the road. So <clears throat> I joke around and say, it's just us girls. But honestly, I was raised by girls. Yeah. And so I understand my sisters pretty well to the point where my son, his girlfriends, you know, girlfriends and stuff would come around when they were in high school and college and they'd ask me some questions and I'd give them a different way to listen and a different way to ask questions. Igoscu, the exercises, putting the body back to this, I truly believe is the foundation for this young lady mm-hmm. in the gray to show up in chronic pain and the young lady in black to show up pain-free but the one in chronic pain could also show up in a relationship and get her feelings hurt very easily because her body's not doing anything to support her emotional mental reaction to the BS that's around her. She's gonna give control to her partner, some guy or anybody, rather than saying, wait a minute, I don't wanna give control, I wanna be part of this conversation. Mm -hmm. The mental side of chronic pain is Adagoski switched over to, you're not broken, you're bent. Mm. And we're going to try to bend you back. Mm. We're going to support you. And one of the ways doing this is changing the state of the person who's in chronic pain. Right. So when they come to us and they say, oh, why is my body doing this? My body's not working for me, blah, 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 blah. They walk through all that negative narrative. And I walk them back and say, congratulations. And I high five them. Right. Well, why? I have scoliosis. Yeah. And without it, you and I wouldn't be talking about right. a compelling future right now. Yep. So how is this not an opportunity? Right. So right. When, when somebody says, I got in a fight with my husband the other day and we were talking about this and I said, I'm just going to give you a little bit of a physical narrative that you could employ during your next fight. Here it comes. You can feel it brewing and you can't let it go. Come on, you're a female. You know what that's like. You can't let it go. It's in your craw. You can't (laughs) shut up. You're going to say something. You know it's going to hurt his or her feelings. Walk away. And I'll run you guys through some exercises here. I dare you to feel the same way after your upper back is in a better position and it's working congruently for you. Yep. Um, You will come back in a much different state. 100%. And I think, like, just I want to jump in there because you're saying there's so many things firing while you're saying this, but like when we talk about, when I talk to women about physical or just sovereignty in general, right. Where they own their emotions and they can, cause that, that is the thing women, we are, I mean, Tony talks about it, the tornado and, and a, and a sovereign man can stand there and hold the container for a minute. Let the woman kind of go, you know, you're not moving me. I'm an Oak tree. I'm going to stand here in, in my state while you have your thing. But when a woman is, connected to her masculine, like when she is doing a CrossFit or cause I'm, so I'm 46 and I'm at that stage right now where that type of hit workouts, not good for my hormones. Like it doesn't, my adrenals will go berserk. Cortisol goes all the things. And so if you're, if you're backwards in your body or you're bent, as you said, not broken, it's hard for a woman to feel in flow. It's hard for us to be soft with you. It's easy to come at you like, yeah, what up? Cause you're in pain. And when you're in pain, you're trying to protect like consciously or subconsciously, that's what will end up happening. So I love, of course this, you would be able to, you know, mush the two together. So 
perfectly, but it's true. And I actually hadn't thought of it until just now where if you're in physical pain, it's super hard to let to let go and surrender and be in the feminine and be in a healthy masculine even. But um, so when you think about guys right now and, and the stuff that you teach them, talk a bit about um, like, do you notice that men aren't in their own bodies as much as they have been in the past? Do you notice because of, you know, cell phones and all the other distractions there are that they're not as connected to their own bodies at this time and place? I just did an event um, two weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago, and you'll see on my Instagram and I'll show people on there so they can at least see the pictures. And we had a bunch of guys up there and they're younger. You know, it's fun to watch them at 55 almost and kind of watch these 20 and 30 year olds who have massive Instagram and stuff followings and TikToks and all that stuff. And I give them a hard time. I'm like, ah, oh, you guys are up there without your shirts on again, blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. And I said, I'm going to hurt you. I said, be ready for tomorrow because I'm going to hurt you. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, bring it on, bring it on. And I hurt them. And it's not that I made them do the high intensity workout. I made them do a functional workout. Right. Just something simple like get up on a chin up bar and they grip it like this. When have you ever gripped anything like this in your life? But that's big in the, except for jujitsu. I get that. You, do, you don't want your thumb right. to get out there and it gets pulled yeah. off. So you wrap it. And I said, guys, wrap your thumb. And when that happened, it's like they, wait, wait, what? This doesn't feel the same. And I said, I understand. So we're going to work at it this way. Uh, don't quote me on this, but men are pussies. Mm. I, I would, would not disagree with that. And women are when a I, bunch of ball breakers now. Yes. Yes. And there's nothing more unattractive to me then honestly a male or female because i appreciate both looks wise function wise beauty wise size wise i don't care like i love all the commercials that are out now mm. like there was a commercial the other day for a fitness thing that, and the women were huge yeah and i loved it yeah because i'm like finally someone is speaking to an audience that's for real yep rather than this magazine because i always say this I'm, I'm i'm sick of you women being lied to mm. that you should eat less and work out more and you'll look like this girl who has been personal training with a trainer six hours a day for eight weeks right. eight months right. to look like this photo shoot yep that's la so having said that there's nothing more unattractive than somebody who's coming at you now remember I like to feel like I'm resonating at a different level where I don't think, take things personally. So when somebody comes at me and blah, and I just, I, I listen to it. Hey, Brian, you really upset me when you did this. And I high five him and I go, thank you for giving me the opportunity to connect without mm. me pissing you off. We wouldn't be talking. Yeah. Now, after that, it's, it's the little discombobulation. Wait, what? I just insulted you, Brian. I told you you were a dick. Mm. Thank you. I'm not going to give you control of my emotion. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, having said that, there's probably a threshold. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. there's, you come at me physically, I'm going to put holes in you, you're you know, respond. stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you're coming at it, looking at it going, my emotions are not yours to control. Mm. Now, 
that's as a human, we're not conditioned like that. But having been in the Tony world and everything else for so long, I get to hear it for 30 some years doing this and just watching people progress. It's honestly, this is what it, it's, it's like watching you kids grow up in the Robbins world. First visit, hey, I'm at UPW, then Platinum Partner, Platline. Like I literally watch these guys who are older or younger and I get to watch them go through this progression. It's fun to watch their growth. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I learn off of their growth. Mm-hmm. So when somebody comes to me with, something that they want to that they want to fight about sorry my dog's destroying something <laughs> you know that they want to fight about or I, I literally look at an opportunity like that and just say well how can i help you yeah well you can do this 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 okay how's that going to affect you long term right because my message is the same if your body's deviating from this perfectly designed nature then you can biohack the shit out of it all you want. You're not going to get anything out of it. You'll get 50%. But I don't want a 50% ROI on the work that I put in, nor do you. So if we can get you just to be able to feel a change mm. and then have that resonate with, wow, my physical is here to support me at two millimeter shift, as Tony would say, that will now be supportive of me giving birth, getting off the toilet, getting out of a car, waking up in the morning and not being miserable. Right. Instead of waking up in the morning going, I'm ready yeah. to go yeah. right. versus, right. oh my God, I'm tired. It's another day. Yeah. That's your body hormonally not working for you. And you didn't get your, your deep, deep sleep during the night. Why is that? Possibly because your upper back never really changed. Like that young lady that I showed you, her upper back got out of her way. She looked so much more athletic, mm-hmm. but in her eyes, it was, why am I so much thinner right now? Right. I didn't do anything to lose weight. Right. Well, you did. You opened up your lymph system. Mm -hmm. Your body is now moving fluid freely south to north, back in through the heart and the bloodstream. So when we can get that lymph flow to change off of the alignment of your body being progressively moved, I already know psychologically you're not the same person. Yeah. But a lot of people don't bring people back to that. Right. You lost 30 pounds. You look amazing. Now I say that, hey, Kara, you lost 30 pounds. Are you where you need to be? And I'm not talking physically. Right. Am I feeling the way I'm, am I connected to the body? Is my body serving me? Mm-hmm. When I look in the mirror, do I love what I see? No matter how big or small I am. Because you can have lost weight like this young lady did and still look in the mirror and say, I disapprove. Yeah. And then my son marries you. Right. Then that's, and three, that's an uncomfortable Thanksgiving dinner. <clears throat> well, it is because I, here's me going like this. Eat as much food as you want. Right. But let your body work through that food versus going, um, I shouldn't eat that because I'm going to get fat. Mm-hmm. I agree with people when they say that. I said, I agree. But I spell fat differently. Pretty hot. I tempting. spell it P-H-A-T. Yeah. Pretty hot and tempting. Yeah. Because it's part of the lymphatic word. So a person can say, wait, 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 wait. Egoscue will give you the bonus plan as it relates to moving your internal environment, but it cannot happen unless you do a millimeter, two millimeter shift of work to say, I'll just do the minimum just to see if Brian's right about this. I already know I'm right, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't do you any good to know that I'm right. If I know that I'm right, it doesn't do you any good. You got to experience it. So, so let's, so let's talk, let's kind of bring it back to the, (laughs) healthy men, because I think 
that's, you know, I think not everybody, obviously, in the personal development, there's a lot of guys that talk shit and they're, you know, a bunch of, you know, clinking heads together. There's no real maturity. They're maybe they're big or they're fit or whatever, but they bring this sort of dick hole energy. Like there's no other way to put it. They come out, you know, they sort of present themselves in this way. So when you're talking, because I imagine a lot of you, I mean, I don't know, what's the balance of people that you see coming through either in events or in through, you know, clinics, but do you see a connection between like a man really owning himself and being a better man when he has done the work in this way, not just personal development, but just physically when he's done the work, do you see them come in one way kind of meek and come out more confident and a better human after the work they've done through a or like, what are some of the biggest changes you see through, not just physically, I really want to talk about energetically, like, do they have the confidence? Are they more, you know, are they kinder to people? Do they have more patience? Like all the things that we think about when we think about a healthy masculine energy type of dude. Um, I have a lot of friends and like my loyal friends have been my friends for literally decades. Um, I have a high school group, I have a college group, I have an after college California group. We all talk and they're all friends with each other too. <clears throat> but I, I let them spin their wheels in the gym and do these different workouts on purpose. Mm. So I'm going to show you something from um, Instagram just to give you an idea of how I view a workout to get bigger, faster, stronger, and more functional. Mm -hmm. this way so tell me how this makes you more God, like bigger that. faster stronger well just by walking i mean you'd need to so you're supporting your entire body there's you have nothing but balance to work with there that looks hard as shit. but it's so functional to set you up for a movement like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So simple. And, and it, yet, here's what's crazy. It, you like you have, and don't take this the wrong way, but there's this sort of caveman quality about the way that you're moving. And that would put a woman, any woman, friend, wife, whatever, at ease. Like, yeah. and that's the thing that I think so many men miss when it comes to exercise. Like as soon as I <clears> saw <throat> that, and I think I, that was on your Instagram. I think I'd seen that, but there's just this, this, that, that type of training brings for the room. And it's not just about working out and getting fitter because that's not what the world needs. We don't need more guys in the gym. We need more guys growing in this way. And Correct. that to me the body is one, it's the, it's the first thing for a man really to build testosterone, all the things, but it's this, it's this calming thing that happens when a man really trains correctly and not just, you know, I mean, you want to lift heavy things, all of the rest of it, but it's that energy right there in that two seconds that you just showed, I can tell you from the feminine sec side of things, you just, it makes you go, like take a deep breath. And I really sincerely believe that is, that's the thing that's going to change how fucked up things are right now in our world. Cause they are, they're super fucked up. It's true. And, and let's, let, let's take it back to like a, um, there was a shooting at uh, Charlottesville at UVA. 
young football player shot three other football players. There's a shooting at a gay bar in um, uh, Colorado, 25 injured, five killed. You know, and they find that the, the male shooter tried to build a bomb a year before or something like that. And you look at this kind of stuff, <clears throat> you don't really ever hear of that young 18-year-old female just shot up a church. Like it, right. society is creating a male and social media is creating a male where if there's bullying or anything else, it's accentuated by a thousand. Right. If we could just say, I refuse to give you control of my emotion. Yep. And did I do anything that I'm responsible for your reaction to me? <clears throat> Be willing to look at yourself and say, well, maybe I said this. That's mm -hmm. interesting. So I did a podcast a while ago on breast implant removal. Mm -hmm. What the? Seriously? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Why did you call me? But after I started talking to her, I'm like, this might be the best podcast you're ever going to have. Right. Because she said, well, what qualifies you as an expert on breast implant removal? And I'm like, I'm a heterosexual male. I'm an expert on breasts. Yeah. I happen just to know to, a lot of the things. Exactly. The, yeah. Just to break the ice, get people chuckling a little bit. Yes, yeah. some feelings yeah. may have been hurt, but you need to get over it because it's going to be worth it if you keep listening. Because we're, we ask one question. So the host, you're going to get your breast implants. And she goes, I'm a week and a half away. I said, that's amazing. She goes, I cannot wait to get them out of me. I'm going to be a new person. Mm. I said, you are. <clears throat> she goes, oh no, what? I said, do you have the tissues? Because you're going to need them. She goes, what? And I said, have you taken steps to look at why you got them in the first, first place? place. Yep. When you answer that, you're set. Yep. Because now you're dealing with interesting. Um, do I love myself? Mm -hmm. David Goggins says it perfectly. You better love what you see in the mirror right away when you get up in the morning because that's who you are. Yep. Even if you have to fake it, stand naked in front of a mirror, shut all your blinds because your neighbors will get a good look, but you stand naked in front of a mirror and say to yourself, I approve. And when you hear, no, you don't, I approve, you're a liar. I approve you're fat. I approve you're not as young as you were. I welcome all that. Yeah. And it's not because I'm some strong male. Look, I'm literally a chick. Like my sisters will tell you, there's nobody in my family with more hair products than I have. <laughs> and I have less hair than everybody. But I'm, and I do sit down to pee. But I look at this kind of stuff and say, that's what allows me to connect. You're crazy. With it's so true. It's true. But, um, but you start looking at it and going, if you can really actively listen to a male, mm -hmm. you will find out how quickly fragile they are or be how dangerous they are. Mm -hmm. Like if a man says, you know, blah, 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 I would just kill this and blah, blah, I would do that. And no, it's usually the very quiet ones. You have to be, those are the ones who are more dangerous. Absolutely. You don't ever hear a Navy SEAL or somebody else talking about, let me tell you what we did. No. They're usually the ones, the ones that talk about it. And I can say this because I've been around Pete Agoscu, Marine Corps, mm -hmm. Vietnam vet. He'll say, when they're bragging about it, they probably didn't do it. Right. And you yeah. hear that from a lot of military guys. And it's so true. <clears throat> it's the ones who don't want to relive that stuff, but they're the ones who are, you, you see a really good jujitsu guy with some cauliflower ear. Oh, I always walk up to him and go, hey, he's like, what? And I go, 
you know you're the most dangerous man in here. Yeah. And he goes, what do you mean? Why is that? And I said, I don't know. And he goes, he goes, no, no, no. And then you hear, no, 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 I don't like to fight. And that's the guy that I'm going. If some shit goes I want, down. I want him on my team. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I want him on my team. Not the guy that's over there with a the knife going, I'll kill you. You know, right. they're the ones talking a big game. So yeah. you girls, and I tell my sisters, these, I'm like, and my son's friends, I'm like, find a guy who's dangerous when needed, not talking dangerous. Yeah. You want to you want a protector and you want to allow the guy to be a man. It's like Tony saying, I took her to that movie. I right. get credit for that. Right. Let us have credit for the little things. Yeah. It's a, it's massive. Like, and it's, and I, and that's what I, when, you know, when I talk to women, I'm always saying like, when they, can we change the tire on a car? Yeah. Can <laughs> I change the light bulb? And, yeah. But if I just sit back and let the man do it and I mean, it's a tiny little thing, but it stacks. And then all of a sudden, because I always say, like, you know, there's a there's still a massive narrative around the world. I have a, a Instagram reel that I'm going to release probably today. I'm nervous to release it, honestly, because it's a little girl. She's saying, I'm a princess. I'm just, I don't need it. And she's like four years old saying she doesn't need a man. And so I cut in and I do a little you know, clip to it saying this is the problem. If you continuously tell men we don't need them, you're going to feel like we don't need you. And then what the fuck's going to happen, right? Like at the end of the day, we absolutely do. So vice versa, we make people, you help us make people. I mean, that stuff is important. And it's this narrative where, and I mean, I mean, I could talk about for days, but this narrative is still, it's so dangerous. Like the women are being taught, we don't need any help. We don't, if I, I can change a light bulb, but if he's going to change it, I'm telling him, thanks. You did a really good job. I appreciate you. It's a small thing, but it's, and there's a very important front end of that. Don't tell me to do it. Yeah. Honey, can you, um, would you mind? I know. Can you, would you mind changing that light for me? Is different or, than, can you go change the friggin' light for me? Yeah. I asked you three times and all of a sudden the little boy shows up and says, Okay, I don't want to say F off because that would hurt everybody's feelings. <laughs> but I really but I, want to say it. Yeah. <clears throat> but I, uh, um, my mom passed away. I didn't marry my mom. Right. Don't become my mom. Yeah. You know, you start hearing those things from people. And, you know, we've all lived a version of that. And I just say, okay, wait a minute. There's a different way. And there's, this is the fun part. There's a different way you could bring that up with me where I would be literally your biggest fan but right now i'm doing my damnedest you know you could yeah. drama uh, dramatize all that but that's where guys are I, I joke around and go guys are just big stupid animals right and when i say that i mean it endearingly like we are just make it easy for us to understand things and, yeah. and let us go i took her to that movie and yeah. she loved it and, and I and, get credit. Exactly. And I think it's so funny. I, I say to even my girlfriends, they're like, well, you know, he was doing this and, and he did it wrong. And so I said, if he, if you put the, if you ask a man to unload the dishwasher and let's say, Brian, you unload the dishwasher and you put the bowls to, in the wrong section, I'm not going to say in real time, Hey, can you put, I will say maybe in bed later. Hey babe, do you remember when you put, I know it's stupid. But like my OCD is killing me. Would you mind putting the bowls to the left? Like that's, you're going to receive that. 
radically differently than in the moment you're sitting here trying to do a good thing and I'm bitching and pissing and moaning about it. And it's such a tiny thing, but the woman's ego gets in there, right? Like the masculine hunter. She's the masculine in there. I gotta get you. Yeah. And it's like my favorite thing to tell when my timer's going off for four minutes, so we're gonna wrap it. But my favorite thing to tell women is to slow down everything, your speech, the way you move, how fast you go, everything slow it down and that's how you get out of the masculine and into the feminine and well i do I a lot of public it. speaking and i'm sorry to interrupt because i know you are running out of time i just got to put this out there a lot of yeah. public speaking and i push the envelope you know but there is a saying if what's going to come out of your mouth has any chance of sending the audience sideways don't do it mm. You know, like Dave Chappelle and all these guys have good ways. Like he started a thing up the other day where he read a thing about anti-Semitism. And then he goes on to talk about uh, Kanye and the Jewish mm -hmm. stuff that's going on. Again, if I'm Jewish, I might be upset about that. And I may right. quit listening. The minute you read the anti-Semitic beginning, I'm going, here we go. We're going to get ripped on again. But he's a comedian. Right. Um, it's not my place to walk into a big event, one million people to 10 people. Um, to start off with stupid stuff like that. Right. But I can tell you right now, when I say stuff like, look, it's just us girls, that's to get them to go, wait, 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 wait what? To interrupt that. And when yep. you can, you say, slow down, just understand that you're speaking to a man. And if you could say to yourself, what I'm going to say is probably going to hurt his feelings. And that's not my goal. You will slow down and rethink what's coming out of your mouth. 100%. Unless you're just looking for a fight. Right. And guys are good at fighting. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, and that's, but as soon as a woman can, and I, I mean, I've said it on my podcast before, when we can shut the fuck up for a minute and pause and just, is this really necessary? I say that, that's part of this was with my children. I was talking to my kids fast. Like they were in my business. I was like all the time. And they're looking at me like, what is she doing? And I was like, okay, hey, this is not the kind of mother that I want to show up as. So I'm going to slow it down. So now if, you know, my, my youngest is 13, the rest are grown. But if th she's doing something that 10 years ago, I would have snapped at. Now I slow down and I go, is it worth, is it worth that? No. Is this going to matter in five minutes? No. And what is she mirroring when she gets older? The stuff you're teaching her when she gets older is going to be either be the fighter yep. or a very strong woman who's so confident in herself that she can slow down and she will attract the right person mm -hmm. versus attracting a guy who's going to be dangerous for her. They get divorced. She marries the same guy, another color, another whatever, but it's the same yep. guy. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I have an idea for you. We have one minute left on this because your timer is going to go yep. up. My opinion is, that we come back on and make this a two-part series. Hell yeah. Um, and the second one will be much shorter and we'll go through some exercises. Okay. That sounds fabulous. I appreciate right. everything. Thank you. I will let you know when this sucker goes live and then we will schedule. Everyone heard it. There's a part two coming, so he can't back out of it. Even yeah, if it's and in a maybe year. A live, maybe we can even do a live Q&A yep. on there where people Love can it. come in and do that kind of stuff. Yep. Awesome. All right. Love you tons. Thank you so much. It was nice to see you a couple weeks ago and I will chat with you soon. Mwah. Okay. Behave yourself. Bye.